Go ahead and pick your speed up your number one now, runway 27, clear to land green dot. Welcome to Oshkosh, guys. Hello, and welcome to The Green Dot, EAA's podcast for anyone and everyone who loves aviation. The Green Dot is sponsored by GE Aviation. I'm Hal Bryan. I'm Senior Editor for Print and Digital Content and Publications at EAA. Over here on my left. I'm Chris Henry. I'm the EAA Museum Programs Coordinator. Across the table. Tom Sharpentier, Government Relations Director. Now, guys, we did an episode uh, not too long ago where we got together and we talked about a whole bunch of our favorite uh, uh, we, we referred to sort of aviation movies, but we included some TV stuff and miniseries and things like that. And one of them that all of us just unanimously praised and have said we have always really, really loved and enjoyed was uh, the HBO series From the Earth to the Moon about the Apollo program. And we realized we liked that one so much that we thought, uh, well, why don't we reach out and, uh, and talk to somebody who was involved with it? So, Chris, why don't you tell us uh, who you've uh, who you've conned into uh, coming on the show today? <laughs> well, absolutely. Um, one of the missions that really stood out for me, uh, especially since we had uh, Walt Cunningham here uh, this past uh, summer, was the Apollo 7 mission. And From the Earth to the Moon really captures a great uh, sort of lead up of what it took to fly the Saturn V and get the, our space program back on track after the Apollo 1 fire. And uh, one of the actors that uh, was, was in, the, in the show is here with us today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Harmon is with us. Uh, Mark, thank you again for coming on today. Uh, only a pleasure, guys. Thanks for asking me. All right. Well, it's, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is quite a thrill. We were joking offline beforehand that uh, um, I've, uh, I've followed your work since, uh, at least since summer school, Mr. Shoop. And that was... Uh, <laughs> That was an old, uh, definitely a favorite of mine. The movie came out the year after I graduated from high school. And I thought, wow, why didn't I see this a year ago? That would have been helpful. But uh, anyway, as, uh, as you think back to your time on From the, the Earth to the Moon, can you, can you start stepping us through that? You know, how, did you, uh, how did you earn the part, and how, uh, how did you get to be involved in that show? Uh, you know, it's a project I heard about, uh, read about, uh, really was interested in trying to get involved and I was doing a show called Chicago Hope at the time and and uh, I loved that know, show by the way unava- <laughs> technically unavailable but um, and it shot Earth to the moon in Florida so so it was about trying to not only see if you could get a whack at being part of it um, but also um, whether you could work out the schedule so for me it was a, a double tough thing to try to uh, not only be involved in, but but initially get them in, interested in me doing it, and then secondly, working out the schedule. So, um, Mark, did you have an interest in aviation um, early in life and the space program uh, particularly? Well, I, I, I think everybody who's a product of the 60s had, or at least in our family, we had. Um, I remember going out in the backyard with my dad and, and trying to see if we could see Sputnik going over at, at a certain time and at night. And, and, and then everybody was interested, or at least I was, in, in the Mercury 7 program and the people chosen to, to fly that mission. And, um, and then, you know, when I was really young uh, and walking in New York with my dad, I was probably seven or eight years old but but i i had wet i had met uh wally Shira, um on the street so i i was i was 
quadruple interested in trying to play this character and having an opportunity to do so. And 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 once that came around, once once that that was coming in my direction, um, I just kind of jumped into it. And I was really excited to be part of this and really excited to hopefully have a chance to re-meet him and, and, and get a chance to do some homework before playing him. And what did it mean to you to get to play Wally? Oh, I, I just, it's just a project that I wanted to be part of. Uh, I mean, I, I know Tom and uh, I know how careful he is with, with what he puts his name on and, and I respect that. And, and I think for all of us there gathered, um, it was an opportunity that we all realized was something pretty special. Uh, you know, the opportunity to play Wally and the opportunity to, to, to dive into that and to educate myself not only on him, but, but also the different missions in his time there at NASA. And, and uh, I, I just found, uh, you know, Earth of the Tower, a vignette of that show that we ended up doing, um, just a really important time in aviation history. And, and because of that, and because of who he was, uh, you know, as, as a man, um, I was excited to try to bring that portrayal to the screen a little bit. And, 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 and then for me, uh, it, it was fun. I mean, it was, it was a lot of work, but it was, it was really fun and really good people involved. And, and, uh, you know, when you, work with good people the stuff you do is better and and this was part of that i have to tell you we were we were laughing just a little bit on this end you talk about tom and the work that he does we were looking at our tom across the table and then remembering of course you you mean tom hanks so <laughs> yeah. uh from now on we mentioned tom well hanks. this is the first time i've met this tom exactly who's here but yeah, yeah. i mean you've never heard of him that's that's strange uh we'll call tom hanks good tom and yeah. then and then we'll have our tom well now. good tom was very careful with the script and the story and and, uh, and 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 the story he wanted to tell and and that kind of guidance uh, I, I think overshadowed the entire project and was part of what made it special yeah I believe I was in elementary school at the time so I don't think you'd want to see the mini series I would have come up with back then <laughs> wasn't very good I'm sure <laughs> well that uh, that quality sure shows through, shows through and it it still resonates today um, can you, you Talk a little bit more about uh, about Wally Shira. In, in particular, I'm fascinated by the fact you say you met him on the streets of New York. You were seven or eight years old. Was was that complete well, happenstance? I, 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 rem- I remember that. I, he, you know, my dad said hi on the on the streets, and he stopped and said hi, and and I remember shaking his hand, and and that's about it. it but when I re-met Wally, he he absolutely remembered that, and I, I I think that had more to do with my dad than it certainly had to do with me. But um, I had. Once I got the role, I had uh, tried to make contact with him, and he had invited me uh, down to, uh, you know, the San Diego area uh, where he lived to to have lunch, and 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 then after we had lunch, uh, actually had lunch with both he and Joe, and then and then went over to his home after that, and and sat with him for a number of hours, and just asked him a lot of questions and, and had a chance to hear stories, a great storyteller. And then, um, then I was gone, but, uh, it, it, it certainly gave me, uh, an opportunity. I, I, I felt others didn't have to, to really kind of do your best work at trying to define who this guy is and was. You know, <clears throat> when I grew up, I, uh, was growing up, I always heard, uh, I was a little bit too young to see some of this stuff live, 
but I always heard from my mom that uh, um, that Wally Shaw was always her very very favorite, and uh, it meant a lot to me. I met Wally just once. It was a it was uh, less than a month before he passed away in 2007. We were both speaking at the same event in San Diego, and uh, you know to get a chance to meet him and say that uh, you know that he was mom's favorite really really meant something to me. And he was he couldn't have been more gracious about it, and kinder about it. Um, not to not to go too uh, deep and dark, but I'll always uh, always regret the fact that my mom passed away before From the Earth to the Moon came out because I know she would have absolutely loved it, and she was uh, an admirer of your work as well. Well, that's nice to hear. Th- thanks. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about? Uh, I know you. I think you had a story about asking Wally why he joined the space program. What made him give up his Navy career uh, to join the space program? Well, yeah, I had a I had a bunch of stories from that day. Uh, I mean, he. He was he was very open and and just talking about so many different things and 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 most of the time Joe was sitting there with us in the living room talking you know so so I found that interesting too because some of the stuff he was talking about was just you know, he had a great sense of humor and 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 at the same time he was very serious about the work and what he did and um, and his abilities and what the job was um, but. Uh, you know, part of part of that, um, and, and me asking a lot of questions about a lot of different things. But um, we walked out at the end of his home, and I, I forget what kind of car he had in the driveway. But it was a hot car. I don't know what it was. You know, I don't, I don't think it was a Corvette, but it was a hot two-seat car that that went fast, and and that made me laugh because I had read all the stories about those guys during their training time and and just who they were and um uh, i he said do you have any questions do you have anything that we haven't talked about or is there something that you want to ask that you know that i haven't mentioned and i said yeah i do i said i you know i just am thinking about uh you being you know it's, it's 1959 uh, you're you're uh, you know like the number one test pilot in the navy and you you've got a beautiful wife and two kids and you decide you know for whatever reason to throw your name into the hat of 110 mercury candidates you know to be narrowed down to seven chosen to be bolted into a metal tin can and shot up into outer space with no control over how you fly the thing i said why why do you do something like that why do you make that choice and he said frankly Sputnik pissed me off. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I got and I got that. I just I just got that, <laughs> you know. And uh, he laughed and and uh, and I was on my way. But you know, one of the one of the things that day that he brought out and showed me was a was a gold Omega watch that that the Mercury Seven astronauts had all been presented on the back of the watch. In a presentation case, it, it said Commander Wally Shara, and it said to tell time on time for all time, Omega. That's what it said on the back <laughs> of the watch. And uh, they all got those. And um, I just think, you know, when it when it came down to doing the work part of what he was sent up there to do or what he was to do, it got deathly serious for Wally. And, and it should have, you know, it, 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 nothing was more important than a job for him. But at the same time, he had a great sense of humor, and, and most of those guys did. I mean, they, they, you know, they, they survived death so many times as test pilots, um, you know. And if if something happened where someone died during that time, you know, that's where that term 
the right stuff came from. And, and that's, that's what those guys, you know, witnessed their entire lives. And so in many ways, those seven guys had the right stuff, all of them. Um, it was really important that, 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 you know, that Apollo 7 program was, was, a, was a hugely important step in, in, uh, in space travel, as was, you know, Mercury, as was Gemini, you know, all of it. So I, I, I think that to get a chance to play a guy who, who flew all three programs and, and, and uh, just left the mark he did was, was remarkable. And for me to get a chance to meet him and spend some time with him and, and then I, I, you know, I corresponded with him after it aired and stuff like that. And he was, he was a great man. And I'm, I'm thrilled as, you know, as an actor, you're an actor. So you, every once in a while, you get a chance to, to really do things that you'd never get a chance to do otherwise. And, and to have that be one of the things that I've had a chance to, to, to do just because I'm an actor is ridiculously important in my life. And, and I, I appreciate his time and his, his, uh, his willingness to sit down and talk and, and certainly being a part of that project, which started the whole thing in the first place. Well, I think that you talked about that coolness under pressure. And I mean, I think oh, yeah. no better reflection than his Gemini flight where, yeah. you know, he could have easily just pulled the abort and. No, know, he, he you know, you, I asked him about that and <laughs> he just said, he said, no, we all wanted to go up. You know, we, we all, you know, if, if, if you, you know, they, 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 listen, they were totally on, they were totally unsure of, of whether the escape, you know, you know, that we, we did that in, 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 uh, Earth to the Moon. We did that escape wire that, that they, they put in, you know, to, to try to, in, in case of emergency aggress out of the, off the tower, that's, that's what you did. We, we slid that wire. We did oh, it for real. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, I, I when we shot that. I mean, I, I they walked me out. We were right there at the real tower, and the whole thing. And I, they walked me out there, and they they looked. They said, "Do you want to do this?" And I, and I looked. You know, I was on the ground <laughs> looking up at the tower, and I said, "Yeah, I don't mind doing that. It's safe, whatever, right?" And, and and all of a sudden, now now you've committed to it, and you get up there, and it's high. <laughs> it's really high. And I mean, and, and uh, I don't, we weren't even at the top. We were, I don't know, three, four, five stories up. I don't know where we were, but, but now you get up there and you're in your, your astronaut suit and you got the, the shoes on with the slick bottom so they don't cause sparks. And you're standing up on top of this thing strapped into a, basically a, 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 a nylon um, pressure hook that, that your weight is what keeps you on the wire. And it was designed to get into easily, and hopefully if you needed to get an egress off the tower for whatever reason, you could get off the tower. And, and what was down at the bottom was a big net that you, you ran into. That was it. That's what stopped you, <laughs> this big net. And, uh, and I, I remember standing on that thing all hooked up just before they said action and just thinking, this is the stupidest thing I've ever said I, I would do. <laughs> and... Um, and, and we did it, and, and, and at the end of the day, it, it became part of the experience of doing this project and, and, and being part of what was so important to everybody involved to try to do honestly and, and well. So, I, you know, I remember going down there to Florida, and the first night you got there, you met with the same, with the crew of the of the episode that was finishing before you, and you all had dinner, so the, the you know, the, the actors sat down with those actors who were just finishing their 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 hour of the show 
and the director from that episode and your director and your group of guys, you know, would start and have dinner and you'd talk. And then when you finished your episode, you passed it on to the next group, you know, and I just thought it was really well thought out and a rare opportunity and, and, and certainly a rare experience. It was a, you know, a time, a lot of flying back and forth from Los Angeles to Florida, but um, really something I remember and I'm and, and proud to be part of. And Chris and, and Mark, just to um, just to remind us uh, that what you're talking about with Wally's Gemini flight, that was when the rocket accidentally shut down. Or, well, it, yeah. it tripped a, yeah. a, a some kind of a the circuit valve. breaker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it shut down, and you've got a fully well, fueled rocket on the pad with two guys up top, unrestrained. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. But but Wally always said that that he did not feel lift. That's that's what he said about that moment. If if he had a felt lift. The, 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 the rule was you have to aggress, and yet he didn't want to aggress. No one wanted to aggress because if you did, you were back down at the bottom of the level of who was going to get chosen to go up, and they all wanted to go up. Um, so he made that choice, but that's, that goes back to, to, to being a test pilot. That goes back to having the right stuff. That goes back to being the reason he was chosen in the first place because, because those guys, all of them, every, all of them, just just had a different kind of uh, rhetoric when it came to making choices and decisions of what to do and not to do. Yeah, and I think that what you're talking about with the with the seriousness that Wally had about the Gemini 7 flight, I mean, that really comes through in your performance in the episode, you know, where he's, you know, he's, he's a... It, he's he's fun and jokey in some uh, circumstances, but when it comes right down to you know making the flight and uh, and and making sure that everything is wired down down to the last detail, uh, he was very serious about that. Well, he, he was. It was his job, and 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 that's who he was as a person. That's who they all were. But you know, Wally was instrumental in bringing Guter Vent back to the the program to 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 regulate the safety of the program. Yeah. Um, you know, Wally always talked about space travel being hard it's hard and when there are problems when there are issues when people's lives are lost in 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 the attempt to investigate space um he said what that does more than anything is remind us that space travel is hard he believed that it was not meant to be uh, approached with used parts um he, he 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 believed that you know, when some catastrophe happens, what that does is rack your focus back to how hard it is to do. And therefore, it puts eyes back on the project and makes people be more careful with the work. You know, and, and that's, that's who he was. And, and, and he had success his entire life doing that, you know. So you had the unique opportunity to do what I think any of us would love to do, which is to sit in some of those sets that you got to uh, got to act in and actually, you know, pretend that you're on an Apollo flight. Can you tell us about the level of detail that um, that went into that um, th- those sets and uh, and how they were? Well, I, I, I can tell you this for starters is that they had three astronaut suits. That's what they had, and and those astronauts <laughs> were all smaller than I am, and and so and so those suits fit a certain way, right? And honestly, when those guys did that job for real. Those suits were all custom made and, you know, they were in and out of them all the time and, and much more used to them. But, um, the ones we used were one of three. And, and so if you're taller than they were, then the plate that fits around your neck and the crotch kind of push together, right? <laughs> so you're, you're in that suit for 14 hours a day and, and the ventilation system doesn't work like the real ones cause it's not a real suit. So, um, we, we were all pretty uncomfortable, 
and and you lost a lot of weight inside those suits and they had they had ramps built out of wood that you could kind of lean up against and and if you were you couldn't sit down in them but if you were going to rest in between a shot um you know most of the time you had the suits on we were working in and out of the capsule and stuff like that but um you know we shot it in florida and we shot it at disney world there in the studio and and on on one wall of the set of that studio they were doing tours there's there there were a hundred people there watching you through a glass panel in most everything you did that when we were shooting the stuff that was all in the in the capsule and stuff like that we shot out on the on the pad which was uh, which was you know really the, the real pad that they launched from and and uh and we met a lot of the real players you know who were involved in the program at that time and and before so i mean the experience itself was was really eye opening and daunting and 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 such fun to be part of and you know it was quick we had a, a quick production schedule um i thought lily zanuck did a really special job as a director on that piece and 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 i was just really uh, honored to be part of it just a quick detail question that i've always been a little bit curious about i know you guys never did any actual zero g when you were filming but for the scenes that were supposedly in space uh, how did you simulate that? Uh, was it camera angles? How was that done? Um, they had a, you know, they had a, they had a capsule um, set up, and and we'd all get in, and it was tight and cramped, and, and you, you know, it, it it was not hard to to learn quickly. Uh, not only how uncomfortable you were in, in these positions where you sat in these very small areas to. Um, and plus, uh, you know, if, if you were six feet tall or taller, um, it was double uncomfortable because these things were made for people who were, you know, a little shorter than that and a little smaller than that. Um, but um, it was really easy to to, to grasp quickly, um, uh, you know, the the sacrifice these guys made to, to, to do what they did. I mean, it was – it may have been more um, – um, familiar to them because because of them being pilots or or the work they really did in their lives to lead up to this. But but for actors to step into that kind of role and that kind of assumption um, was an eye opener. I mean, Dave Scott was uh, you know was uh, you know he drove the, the the lunar vehicle up on the moon and he was the technical advisor. And so if you had a question, I mean, you could turn to a real astronaut and ask him what he did. You know. I mean, I remember asking Dave Scott, I said, you know, you, you drove the lunar vehicle up there. I mean, how was that? I mean, what was that? You know, and I said, did it have like keys and stuff? He goes, oh, yeah. I, you know, and I left it up there. I just took the keys, put them right on the right on the dash of the thing and, and got back in the, in the capsule. And, and, and I said, I, you know, and he, I, my jaw's hitting the ground. And, and then he starts laughing, you know, and he says, no, nah, no, no keys. You know, he's, no keys. And, 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 then, and then I said, to, you know, you're up there and you're in your, I mean, what were you thinking? He said, I'll tell you what I was thinking. He said, I looked, got out. And I was just about to get back in the in the, the module and the lem, and, and I said I I looked back at Earth, and I could see Earth very clearly. It was so beautiful, and and uh, I thought to myself, we need to protect that, and we need to protect that because there's nothing else out there, and I know that because I've been there. And I said, good enough, you know. And uh, but I I just remember moments like that 
and there were lots of them on this project. And and uh, you know, I spent I spent time with Gunter, and and I have a I have a character drawing that you know he he was famous for these cartoon character drawings that he would do and leave stuck in the capsule when astronauts bolted in to to, to blast off. You know, last little note from from Gunter, and um, I just the opportunity to to have spent time with the real people who did this um, is something I'll never forget. It's, uh, it's amazing to me, Mark, how, how vividly you still uh, remember so many details. And so it's obvious, you know, it's obvious when you, when you watch the program, uh, how much love and attention went into it. Um, and as we were joking earlier about about the efforts of Good Tom and everyone else involved uh, involved with the production, um, it was really interesting to me. You mentioned a bit ago that um, that it it sounds to me like you shot the episodes. The episodes were shot sequentially. I mean, each one really is a mini movie. But fascinating to me that you would overlap and you'd, you'd sort of pass the baton from one to the next. So, um, so first part of my question is: Were they shot in order? I mean, was your episode? Uh, you know, shot. Uh, I don't. I don't. You know, it's funny. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if, if they were shot in order. I don't. Uh, I don't recall the order. Um, I know that. Um, you know, the group that passed us the baton were, were Tony Goldwyn and that group, and Frank Marshall was directing that episode, and um, we all had dinner the night before, and then they left, and then we were on. You know, and then we passed it on. Uh, I don't. I don't believe they were shot in order, but I, I, I could be very wrong about that. Uh, following on that just a little bit, about how long uh, how long did it take? You mentioned flying back and forth uh, uh, more than once, and it's you know it, it's easy to somebody not in that business to imagine you know well you show up for a couple of days and you put the suit on for a couple of days and you're you're sort of in and out. But how long did that whole uh, process process take? At least from your oh, perspective? Oh, I, 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 uh, I, you know, I think the whole process for me was probably a month and a half. Wow. Oh, and absolutely, uh, absolutely a labor of love, I think, by all involved. Well, yeah, I, I just, that that was the common part of this. I mean, every, you know, you know, billing was all the same, money was all the same. You did this because you wanted to be part of it. And, and uh, you know, every once in a while in this business, there's some role, there's some project that, that has that, you know, that has that kind of allure to make you, as an actor say, man, I'd, I'd do anything to get a shot at this. And then sometimes, and it doesn't happen often either, you get that shot. Um, you know, that I, I was not, I don't think anybody's first choice to play Wally Shira, and, and that took some convincing and, and some battling and all the kind of things that happen in this business, you know. But um, it was really, you take your best shot and you, try to prepare and you try to do it honestly and you try to give credit to the people you're playing especially when they're real people and they're alive and uh and that was the case with with wally and and i hope to have done that justice well absolutely i mean the uh the 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 entire series just the art the kind of the narrative value of it to uh future generations including mine i mean i i, I remember growing up watching it uh is is really incredible and really important um there's one detail of your episode uh, that I just wanted to touch on real quick where they mention, or well, she's featured pretty prominently, Dee O'Hara, the first uh, nurse to the astronauts. Did you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, meet the real Dee O'Hara? I did not. Chris, you um, have, right? I did not. Yeah, yeah we talked with her. Really, uh, uh, her and Wally had a great uh, uh, great uh, relationship together, absolutely. 
Oh, I, I know they did. And uh, it was, you know, we just, we had a little bit to do there, but I, I was aware of that. And it's what I tried to play in that moment. Um, um, and while he had individual relationships with everybody and, and, and he was different to everybody, you know, and some people had one opinion of him, other people had other opinions. And at the bottom of all of it, it was a, a guy who is, uh, you know, honestly and completely committed to the task at hand and doing it well. And if there was an opportunity in there somewhere to have a laugh, he was the first one to do that. So <laughs> I got to tell you, we had 10 of the Apollo astronauts here this, uh, this summer, including Gene Kranz uh, from mission control and, uh-huh. uh, Walt Cunningham and, uh, and Frank Borman, uh, specifically called your, uh, depiction of, uh, Wally out as accurate and that you guys really set the tone of that mission of how that was, and uh, I mean, but specifically to get called out by Walt Cunningham and Frank Borman, um, and Frank Borman won't say it unless it's true. So, um, but uh, well, listen, I it's a, you talk about you know actors talk about reviews all the time. In, in, in my book, you know, getting a comment from someone who knew someone well and knew him you know, specifically, and to have them say something like that is a, is a great honor. And I, it's great. I, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that, but I, at, at, you know, at the end of the day, I was hoping Wally liked it. And, and he was the judge that, that I paid attention to in, <laughs> in doing this. And I, I think I, I recall, like, even during the, the production, I, I think there were times when we talked and, and I had questions or something. And, um, he was always available and, and always willing to, you know, say it like it was for him originally when whatever happened happened and or or what his reaction was, his thought process was when when it did, you know. So I had a a great ally there to be able to depend on and lean on and and I think some of the actors who played roles in this show met the people they played and some didn't, you know and. Some actors try to do that and try to get involved, and it's important to them to meet the real people if they're around, and others don't want to. You know, they, they they have a different process. But I I, I enjoy the idea of trying to uh, historically research the people I try to play if if they're if they are of that, and and with this opportunity with Wally, that that to me was the whole part of it is to try to. If he, if he would see me, if he would meet me, if he would have time to sit down and, and actually talk and give me an opportunity to, to get to know him a little bit, uh, that was the most valuable part of all of it. Well, that uh, that kind of feedback, I can't even imagine uh, what that must feel like to know, uh, you know, to know that you did that, uh, that role justice, uh, not only to sort of enthusiastic uh, admirers like the three of us here, but of course to the people that were really there. But, you know the, the you know the the story about about uh, kind of pissed me off. It it just says the whole thing. It just says exactly. It's 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 so basic, you know, and it's so who those guys were at at, at the base of right. what they were. I mean, they they were they, they were a rare breed, you know. Absolutely, a different generation, a different way of thinking. Uh, you know, the uh, in in thinking about you getting those that kind of feedback. Um, I do want to say that this has been uh, cathartic for me so far because I think I'm finally ready to forgive you for making me cry during West Wing. <laughs> that was 
you well, you our... need to talk to Aaron Sorkin about that. Not me, but, <laughs> I know, but, but, uh, but you ruined our weekend. Yeah, my yeah, job is to try to play the character, so there you go. <laughs> what a... but, but you were the one that we saw. Yeah, we and, enjoyed. And, uh, well, anyway, I could go on and on about <laughs> about some of the other uh, other things in your career. I, um, Emergency, Adam-12, some of the great ones from uh, from my 70s childhood. It's just, uh, that's absolutely spectacular stuff. Uh, but uh, anyway, I want to shift gears just uh, a little bit for just a moment and, uh, and, and ask a little bit about your dad. You mentioned him earlier and, and uh, being with him and meeting Wally, that chance meeting in New York. But uh, as I understand it, uh, your dad was, uh, was a pilot uh, during World War II. Is that correct? Uh, he was. He flew B-25s originally and then, and then transferred to fighters and flew P-38s in China. That's absolutely fantastic. Early, early uh, part of the war, yeah. Wow, did you ever talk about flying the Lightning? Oh, he loved that plane. Um, he talked about being uh, shipped off to China and getting off the plane there. And, and he said the very first thing he, said, he saw when they opened the door was an entire field full of tip-to-tip parked P-38s wow. sitting right where he was looking. And he just said, boy, that's, that's the plane I want to fly if I can get into it. And, and fortunately, he did. And and uh, he loved that airplane. He talked about it a lot, yeah. Did he uh, stay involved with flying at all after he got out of the service? No, he d- he didn't. But when he passed away, I, you know, he had a uh, – one of the things I found in his things was a an ad for sale for a – it was a <laughs> it was a German Messerschmitt, a two, someone had made it into a two-seater, and they had found it on a runway somewhere in Vienna after the war, and someone was selling it. And he had he had circled that ad, and it was – it was just in his things that that uh, so he was always thinking about it, but he he didn't fly again after the war. No, it does uh, it does definitely get under your skin. Uh, I have uh, one last quick question, just idle curiosity on my part. You have a production company uh, called Wings Productions. Is there yes. any significance to that name? The logo that I use is uh, are my dad's wings, his real wings. Oh, know, really? Uh, um, but but the 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 name actually came from. From the William Wellman film, the, the twenty-seven, oh, of course, you know, film, uh, Buddy Rogers, Richard Arlen, and Gary yep. Cooper, and those guys, Carl Loy. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's the first movie I can remember as a kid seeing that uh, just really captivated me as a, as an audience. I remember watching that as a kid, and and uh, never forgot that. Wow, that's with good reason. That won the uh, the first ever Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah, it did. That's right. It's a, it's a great, great film. Well, Mark, we can't... William Wellman. William Wellman, <laughs> yes. It's a classic. Right. And uh, I, I've met William, uh, Wellman's son at a couple of aviation film festivals. He's still very active, and he does a fantastic presentation on the making of wings and everything that went Oh, that's it. great. Yeah, so. that's great. It's funny because I, I live next door. My first house I owned in the Valley, I, I actually lived next door to Bill Crothier, who was the DP on that show. On, yeah. He was the director of photography on wings, and he used to take me into his house and show me all these old photos of how they did the aerial footage on that. Oh, wow. Boy, wouldn't that be something to see? Oh, that's just amazing. All right. Well, Mark, we don't want to take up any more of your time. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time that you did to come on and talk with us today. This has been uh, this has been a real thrill. my pleasure, guys. I appreciate the time and uh, your interest and in keeping us alive. And uh, uh, with that, um, we can catch you uh, as, as always for it's something like fifteen years now. We can see you in NCIS on Tuesdays on uh, CBS. Is that still correct? 
Uh, I can tell you definitely it's been 15. Yeah. 15 um, <laughs> I haven't done and, anything uh, for 15 years except maybe yeah, fly it's airplanes. A, it's but... been a good year. There's been a lot of fun things happening this year that, that everybody's pretty excited about. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. Appreciate it. Well, it's uh, it's our pleasure. Thank you so much again for your thanks, time, Mark. Mark. We really appreciate it. Okay, uh, guys, you're welcome. Thank uh, you. All right, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks, as always, for the feedback and the uh, reviews on iTunes and other places like that. Please keep the comments coming. Please keep listening and watch for us the next time when you're cleared to land on the green dot.